Hello everyone, this is Sarisha and I host the Women, Career and Life podcast. Just like you, I've traversed varied paths, stumbled a little, picked myself up and learned a great deal on my journey. Many of us face similar questions, but we don't always get to have a conversation with our friends or peers. In this podcast, you will hear real stories that you can connect with on the challenges of navigating career and life. You must be wondering who I am. In my everyday life, I'm a career woman, a mom, and an avid reader. I'm also a road tripper, amateur gardener, and even a fashionista on some days. Join me and my guests as we have an open and honest discussion on career change, trade-offs, and working across boundaries. You get the idea. It's a perspective you simply may not hear anywhere else. Today, I'm excited to have my good friend Usha, who's also a career woman and mom, co-hosting the podcast. Thank you for having me, Siri. I'm so excited to join today's conversation on returning to work. When you brought up this topic, so many thoughts came to my mind as I relived my experiences. I'm really looking forward to sharing some of the stories and also talking to other guests on this podcast. So Usha, today is our first guest episode. So what are we going to talk about today? We talked about um, our perspective quite a bit and what it takes to return to work after a career break so far. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a guest journey on returning to work. Now, our guest today, she wears many hats in life. She's a scientist, a busy mom, a math geek, um, a wonderful friend, and also from my own hometown, Chennai. More importantly, she's an everyday woman like you and me who balances many things and is a rock star in her own way. Welcome, Vidya Narayanan. We're excited to hear your story. Why don't you start us off with a little background on where you are today? It's a pleasure to be here on your show, and thank you for, uh, for inviting me. Background into what I do in life and career. So I'm a postdoctoral research scientist at uh, Oxford University. I'm with the oncology department where we're using machine learning and optimization techniques to, to improve radiotherapy practices. So, so that's what I do as a professional. I have three lovely children, so I just lead a regular life, juggling various responsibilities and duties and hopefully doing justice to both my, both to home and career. You wear so many different hats. You know, we go back, we're old friends, essentially childhood friends. So what I actually admire and kind of find a great perspective from your life is you have not only studied, but also worked in three different continents, you know, in India, in the US, in the UK. So can you sort of dwell back a little more into your past, probably when I knew you and sort of work your way through the present where you are right now in the oncology department? We um, go back a long way. So when I graduated from college, I think uh, we were all pretty much in the same boat. I think we were we were ambitious. We wanted to make a mark, but uh, the path was still a little uncertain. My first degree was in mathematics. I knew that I wanted to do something uh, that would use mathematical principles to to perhaps build products or to change. Uh, to to contribute to society. I think that was something that I thought about fairly early on. But uh, of course, like for most of us, I think, you know, the path is not clearly laid out, especially when you're when you're 21. 
So I would say that uh, I certainly wanted to be a career woman and I did want to work in the broad area of math and science to hopefully make a contribution to society. Everything certainly didn't go the way I thought it would. I'd like to emphasize that I think at that age, I didn't have a very clear idea of how I would achieve my goals. So it was more of an aspiration than a sort of concrete plan. There were roadblocks along the way, but nothing that very unusual, something that couldn't handle. But I would say that it was not something that, you know, millions of other women haven't faced. We were talking a little bit, both of us have twins with their and the math of taking a break, thinking that you're going to take a break for a year or two and then ending up taking a longer break. That's the math that did not quite compute. So let's talk a little bit about that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you returned to work from that break, what steps you took and how you reached out to contacts and such. That was a real curveball because we were thinking of adding to the family, but nobody plans twins. We had Shreya by then, who was an energetic six-year-old. The initial break was planned to be for about three years or so. I was working on um, artificial intelligence techniques and so on before my my break. And I tried to come back. The field had completely changed in the sense it had advanced quite a bit because we, we now had access to vast amounts of data, social media data, and so on. So data science was this next, this big thing. My skills were certainly very rusty at that point. To get back, if you like, into the swing of things, I mean, there was a readjustment that uh, was required. It was not just about making time, but also changing the way way I was thinking at that, at that point of time. That was was much harder than I anticipated. This position at Oxford University to analyze social media posts. I was working with political scientists, sociologists, media, which was a completely different experience for me. So I think for the first couple of weeks, I was like a fish out of water because not only was this my first job after a long break, but The language, the idiom itself was very, very different from what I was used to. My work had been very, very technical. It was a high-pressure environment, but also extremely exciting. And I think it helped that I did have a sort of natural curiosity, a very challenging couple of months, but also intensely exciting. And it was something that that you could really get into. And I felt that for the first time, I was, I was really, you know, in the thick of things. So as you talk about the pressures of your job, how did you balance? Like, were there colleagues at work that helped you? Were there mentors? You're talking about the academic aspect of the job itself, but how is it that it balanced sort of your inner self Usha and I refer to it as rocky terrain. You know, that first year is such a hardship, just managing, figuring all the stuff out, just pulling things together. So can you speak to that a little bit more? Sure. So I think, firstly, it was a a sort of um, university environment. So there's quite a bit of flexibility in the sense that there were 
periods of intense activity, but there was also the flexibility to plan your schedule a little bit. And uh, this particular group was very, very supportive of women. PI and uh, others in the project actively encouraged the participation of women. And I think that was, that really helped me. So it was, uh, you know, I always felt that um, I was in a, in a, comfortable place. I mean, I did have to do a lot of learning. It was it was hard from that point of view, but uh, I was also given a lot of responsibility. And I think the research environment was quite supportive. It's hard to pick out just a couple of mentors. I think the entire, you know, credit must be given to Oxford Internet Institute, which is always trying to, to be as inclusive a place as possible. That was a big factor in uh, helping me get my bearings initially. You you hit upon the right point, right? The environment, your colleagues, it, it helps you make that transition. And having mm-hmm. that inclusivity and people understanding of it, I think is, is very key of it. This is a question we ask every guest. So if you were to write a letter to your 21-year-old self, what would you tell yourself about your career and life? I think I would tell my um, younger self to be to be hopeful, to be ambitious, but not to not to feel very dejected when things don't go your way, because there's only so much that is under control and perhaps under your control. And perhaps that every stage in your life, it's important to know that or to realize that there are that there are so many people who are in the exact same position and identify people who would always have your back and maybe cultivate those relationships or at least invest in those relationships. I would tell younger women to be, to be hopeful, to, to dream big, but also, also know that it's, it's not going to be easy and you're not going to achieve all your goals, which, which is okay. So just learn to enjoy the journey and uh, hopefully you will reach your destination let me ask you this with you so that was your note from to your 21 year old self right now your life is running full steam kids family career fully packed but what aspirations do you have for your future it is to have a career that would motivate me to get up every morning with with hope and expectation something in which i'm using my skills but also find time to to do things that I enjoy outside of work, like spending time with the family and friends and and reading and so on. Like a future where I'm a role that 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 gives me personal satisfaction, but uh, also leaves me with some time to pursue interests that are outside of work. And our wish is that all of that comes true. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. And more importantly, I want to say thank you for being so honest and open about your life experiences. It's not easy. It, you made it seem very easy, but it's not. I'm very happy to see how, how well you have navigated all your changes in life and you've come out as a very accomplished but level-headed person. So wish you the very best again and hope you continue being a rock star in your world. I want to echo my thanks as well, Vidya. It's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast. And I think you have touched on very key points 
that we all see as we have navigated this journey to leave our listeners with you know the hope and just enjoying the journey is a key aspect of it if you want to connect with vidya online her twitter handle is at vidu narayanan thank you everyone thank you i hope you enjoyed today's conversation on returning to work after a break tune in every other wednesday to catch the next episode if you think a friend may benefit from this please share this podcast with them all the resources we talked about are also available on our website womencareerandlife.com i would love to hear from you about your stories and your journey you can reach me on my blog twitter instagram or gmail at womencareerandlife until next time this is sirisha signing off remember there are infinite possibilities to drive change in career and life which will you choose to make a reality today